You're listening to The Grit Splits, a podcast featuring two brothers, Mikey Puckett and Connor Puckett. We grew up as childhood Atlanta Falcons fans. We watch every game, and we love to break down the film. We're paying tribute to the 1977 Atlanta Falcons defense that holds an NFL record for a 14-game season. They held opponents to 9.2 points per game. Welcome to the show. The Atlanta Falcons defeat the Carolina Panthers 31-24, to a game that got a little bit close at the end, a little bit for comfort, seeing uh, the ball actually hit the receiver's hand and fall to the ground. Um, at first you think, we defended it, <laughs> we knocked it down, but then we go back to replay and we see actually, actually, it was more of a drop pass. Um, would love to see us close out the game, but hey, we are going to take the win, 31-24 to uh, against the Carolina Panthers, against a divisional opponent um, to be able to get to 1-1, one 1-0 and one, uh, one and oh at home, uh, continuing uh, to try to win these divisional games is key to us being able to make a playoff appearance this year. So I love getting to see that, love seeing that happen. I love the way they played this week. Um, there's definitely a lot of good things to celebrate, a good things to appreciate, good things to love, but there's definitely a bunch of bad things uh, that we saw coming through. Uh, this week as well. Um, so Connor, um, things that we need to talk about. So let's start off. We won. We won the game. It's 31-24. Uh, get a good win. Uh, it was solid. Um, we It did get close at the end, which we didn't like, but we do we do love uh, getting the W at the end of the day. Um, what was good? Um, and then uh, we'll go into kind of what was bad afterwards. So let's start off. Um, what did you see, Connor, uh, that was good and that you liked? I mean, man, the best thing was to see Matt Ryan. He seemed to be back a little bit. He was feisty. He was yelling on the sidelines. He was getting amped. He was chest bumping people, high-fiving people. Uh, he was screaming. It was awesome to see him um, have some emotion. Um, we got to see a side of him that nobody knew existed, and, uh, and that was the running game a little bit. Um, but likewise, just, he just looked hungry to win, um, and that's what we need. You know, He's the leader of this offense, um, the vocal leader of this offense, and uh, all the guys look up to him. So it was really great to see him um, stay composed, have a really good game. Um, and do a lot of things that surprised us. Whatever he needed to do with, to win, accounting uh, for four touchdowns by himself. Um, all the touchdowns by himself, actually. So um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. It's third and five. We're in the red zone. I'm going, all right, here we go. Like, we need to, you know, execute here. Um, and I love that we add, he adds the wrinkle into his game of taking off. He rolls out. Um, guys are locked up. He can probably zing the ball in, uh, throw it away, make that decision. But he tucks it. He goes upfield. He's running. He's running. And all of a sudden, I'm holding my. I'm watching. The, I'm watching the game. I'm holding my breath. I'm um, thinking, what's he gonna do next? And then uh, he does the unexpected. He goes up in the air. You think he's gonna slide, or he's gonna yeah. just hit the ground, or do something really silly? But he elevates himself, and uh, we got Poe hitting him. We got linebackers hitting him. We got DBs hitting him all up in the air. Three and guys, yeah. you hold your breath, and then he lands on his feet and just kind of collides down into the ground, um, which is pretty funny um, and, and awesome. And I was like, yes, yes, we took yeah. off running. Um, I love seeing that happen. I love seeing that play. Um, him take off on his feet on um, this great. Yeah, overall, I think the offense was clicking on all cylinders. I mean, if you look at if you look at the um, the spread just in passing wise, I mean, we had um, four guys with at least four targets um, receiving wise, and that's a good day. So if you have um, a bunch of guys getting a bunch of touches, I mean, as a defense, that's a nightmare. Um, we had a total of I think eight or nine, maybe even ten people with the, with at least one reception. Um, so I think it was just awesome. I mean, Tevin Coleman, he was the first time. This was in 22 games that the Panthers have allowed 
um, a hundred yard rusher, and Tevin Coleman did it. Um, and so we've proven ourselves to have some depth. Um, you know, just Tevin Coleman. I mean, just a phenomenal game. The only thing to top it off would have been if uh, he got one of those rushing touchdowns from Matt. Uh, I think that just would have been the complete game for him. Um, but yeah, he did everything. You would have liked that for your fantasy team. I have Tevin Coleman on my fantasy team, so yeah, that would have been nice. Um, but he did out of the backfield too. I mean, he he uh, he had four receptions and. Um, that's a big deal. So to have a backup, a guy like Tevin Coleman, uh, I would be able to come out there and really have no drop off from Devonte Freeman. It's pretty incredible. It uh, worries me uh, for the off season when his contract expires, but we'll we'll cross that a little. Yeah, bit. I'm I'm curious to see uh, how much we give, how much we pay. Um, do we cut ties with Freeman? Do we cut ties with Coleman? Do we cut? What do we do? Um, Ido Smith did come on, come in, and he stepped up. He came in and stepped right to the plate competition. He had a Barry Sanders-esque run um, that was, was fun to see. He goes into the you know, into the D-line, into the O-line, and you're like, okay, this small guy's getting swallowed up, yeah. and he is uh, jitterbugging left and right, and then the next thing you know, he's flying upfield for another 10, 15 yards. Man. That's fun to see. That, uh, that ISO play with uh, Tevin Cohen on the edge, I think it was either the outside linebacker or the defensive. It has to have been an outside linebacker, I think, actually. Came up to contain him. Ida or Tevin? Or Tevin. Tevin on the – do you remember that, that one run he had uh, where he just shook that guy out of his shoes, just left him in the dust? No, oh, yeah. it was a corner. It was their uh, – it was the Panthers rookie corner. I can't remember his name. The guy with the dreads. But um, he shook him, and that was, that was amazing. Great so. job. Yeah, so Tevin, Tevin and Ido, great job. Uh, looking forward to getting Freeman back um, and seeing um, him in the lineup as well. We're definitely um, – have a great – um, set of backs going for us um, on offense. Love seeing Calvin Ridley getting that touchdown. Oh, yeah. That's great. Uh, see him get going in his career. Um, he's electric. He has runs great routes. Um, he runs Julio Jones like routes. Um, he is able whoa, whoa, to. Sh- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he's able to shake the guy. I mean, he literally makes a move in the red zone. Um, shakes his DB, goes flying downfield, wide open, easy money um, pass for Matt. Um, if you got a guy doing that in the red zone, fifteen yards back, twenty yards back, um, it's gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time with him. Um, so love seeing Calvin. Any thoughts on Calvin? Man, it was just good to see. It was just good to see us use our talent well. I think. I mean, he's obviously a freak. He was a freak in college, and he's he's uh, he's a step up, I believe, from Taylor, Taylor Gabriel uh, just with what he brings to the table. I think he's more versatile. Um, I think he's 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 better at blocking. I think he's better at everything all around. Um, so it's great just to see Sarkeesian. Just spreading the ball everywhere. I mean, I'm, he's just peppering it everywhere. I mean, they kept saying, if you listen to the announcers, this doesn't look like Carolina's defense. And, I mean, Steve Sarkeesian had this defense super confused at all times. Um, he was using multiple wide receivers, including Calvin Ridley. Um, so it was really great to see uh, Ridley get in, the, get in the end zone. So hopefully um, we can see him continue to be involved. Um, yeah, it's great to see um, Sark get his – feet under him too it's great to see year two of his offense um i'm someone who's been critical of the play calling um and then this last two games even the eagles game i really did like the play calling and i like the play calling uh, for this game um it seems like we're settling in matt settling in sark settling in um and all those uh elements are coming together um then you have austin hooper who we have been critics um from <laughs> we've been critics from afar um, he got a touchdown, and he made some great catches. Um, he likes to add in some drops. Uh, he didn't do that um, in this game. He did a great job fielding the ball. 
Um, my only critique of him would just be his blocking. Um, he he uh, had a few lookout blocks, yeah. but that's okay. He made those catches, got the got the touchdown, um, and made some clutch catches um, down the stretch. I, it looks like he's putting together um, himself as an NFL player, um, and maybe potentially we might have a consistent tight end for the first time since uh, Gonzalez. Oh, goodness. You just used him and Gonzalez in the same sentence. Yeah, but consistent. I'm, I'm looking for someone who consistently catches the ball. We haven't had a guy like that since Tony, um, and, and we need a guy like that moving forward. Um, because Matt, if you guys remember, Tony was his bread and butter. Yeah. Um, he would uh, third down, and it didn't matter where it was. It was going to Tony. Hooper um, Hoop actually looks pretty fast. I was watching him someplace. He got some real good separation. Uh, he looked to be a nightmare matchup-wise, uh, which is really great. Um, just to see him, you know, exploiting some, some, some smaller safeties and some slower linebackers. So he seems to be getting, there's some few plays in there where he was just wide open. Um, and on that touchdown pass, uh, it was a really great pass, but he's got some really good separation. So it's good to see him firing on all cylinders. Um, and hopefully moving forward, he and Matt can start to be comfortable. I think the biggest thing is Matt just looked comfortable. Um, they brought pressure and stuff, but Matt just did a good job stepping up in the pocket, staying calm, finding his man. Um, and then when, and like we said, we already talked about when time permitted, uh, he ran with it. So, um, yeah. And, and something that's unspoken of too, um, in our game, uh, this week was, and you, me saw this, um, as we were watching was Muhammad Sanu's blocking downfield. Oh, um, man. when you have a guy, a wide receiver blocking downfield, um, you have the potential, um, for big plays to happen. And we did get to see some big plays happen because Sanu was walking, was going downfield, making blocks on DBs and uh, springing Tevin, springing our guys he, an extra 10 to 15 He yards. might be the best blocking wide receiver I've ever seen. So, I mean, he's not just blocking people too. There was a run I think Tevin had, uh, or he or Ida, where they break it out. It might have been that that big run uh, that, that Coleman had, that Tevin had. And he just... I mean, he leveled Luke Keekley. I mean, he sent that. Ma- I mean, he sent that man a message. So, uh, Muhammad knew. I mean, just ma- major props. I mean, that just has to show. Like, look at a man. I mean, he only had. Uh, he only had two targets. He caught us two targets this week. Um, but just living, doing something more. You know, not getting what you want. You know, as a really good wide receiver, um, but still blocking well and giving it your all. It's it's selfless play. It's play that uh, wins you games and wins you and can win you championships. Um, playing like that, having guys on your team that play like that. Um, it's easy to get behind. So this week, um, it was easy to get behind um, the Atlanta Falcons offense. Um, it was fun to get behind. It was fun to watch. Um, it was a breath of fresh air. Um, it brought us back to some good days um, in 2016. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we will we should say is um, Matt's Ryan deep, Matt Ryan's deep ball is uh, struggling. Um, he throws one pick. Um, it is a duck of a throw. Um, I do think his arm did get a little bit clip on the play, but still, man, that ball was just there's a few a times duck. that he went to drop back. I don't know if there's something in his technique. I mean, he's very technical, so hopefully this week in film he'll look. I mean, he sent that ball off camera, you know, and <laughs> so that ball's going off camera almost the entire time. It's coming down almost straight down. He had a few of those deep to Julio. Um, a few of them, I think Julio had a chance. And if that, like you said, that one interception, I really think it looks like a terrible play if you watch the replay. Um, but if you look the close up and watch, uh, Matt Ryan gets pressured, um, and his elbow actually does get hit, um, which completely affects uh, everything with, with the way you throw the ball. So I think if he's really trying to complete his throw, it's probably going more right, more into the end zone. Um, and with Julio Jones uh, with a corner on his back and a half a step lead, uh, anything's possible. So I think it was a right call, um, but I think there's some technique-wise things that 
that Matt Ryan needs to look at a little bit. So yeah, so thank you. Last week we were what's up with Matt. Uh, this week it seems Matt like is we, back. we got to see um, the Matt that we know. Um, I do think there are going to be games where we will see some old Matt uh, from yeah. Eagle e- Falcons versus Eagles. Matt sprinkled in, um, but this game. We got to give him credit. He came out. He played. He balled. Um, he was 23 for 28, 272 yards, two touchdowns through the air, um, and two touchdowns on the ground. And I think that's what's going to be huge is Matt can add that wrinkle in the red zone, the ability to run and get us those yards. Yeah. Um, teams aren't going to be preparing to play Matt Ryan yeah. um, and are not going to have a QB spy on him. Uh, you actually see the linebackers rushing out um, as he's rolling yeah. out, and he just goes, I'm just going to take off. We, we don't see this a lot in his game, but if he keeps adding to it um, in the red zone, it's going to be great. It's going to be excellent. Um, we're going to see a lot of awesome things and, uh, if Quinn's, he adds that. In Quinn's post-game interview, he even hinted at um, one reporter asked him about RPOs, um, and he laughed and hinted at, he said, check the film, um, which means uh, it's hilarious to think it, though, that <laughs> there is an option for Matt to run <laughs> Matt on Ryan some plays. has the option to run, uh, and according to Quinn, it seems like it's a pretty regular thing. So maybe maybe in the out. future we might start seeing Matt take off um, and get some more rushing touchdowns. I would like that. I like that. I think Matt if, needs to get – If he's get, on your fantasy team. Yeah, you'll like if that. If he's not on mine. But uh, start him. Yeah, because there's RPOs in our offense, okay? So, yeah, it was great. Um, to switch over to the defense um, a little bit, uh, the Deion Jones injury definitely hurts us. Uh, we saw Christian McCaffrey um, – Torch us. Um, Christian he was, McCaffrey show. It was the Christian McCaffrey show. The Panthers were throwing to him all day, handing off the ball to him. Which is um, smart. And he's a legit player. He's a baller. McCaffrey's a baller. He works hard. He's a poor um, man's Kamara. Well, yeah. I would say. He, he's pretty good. Um, and he uh, got the ball a lot. Um, and, and definitely, I think that was a little bit where Dion. and this is props to Dane Quinn. He's uh, done a great job at developing linebackers. Uh, Deion Jones is perfect for the NFC South. Uh, you got Kamara in the NFC South. You got uh, you got Christian McCaffrey, and then you got Deion Jones, who can go with any of those guys, um, and that and that's really key there. Um, and you also have Jameis, who can run, Winston, who can run, and you got Cam Newton, who can run. And having an athletic quarterback is is pretty key um, in the NFC. Uh, not quarterback, linebacker is pretty key in the NFC South. So, uh, love you know not having Deion Jones was a big deal, but Campbell and Duke Riley uh, they stepped up and they played hard and they played well and definitely good enough for us to get a win. Uh, I do think the D-line uh, needs to finish sacks. Uh, there's opportunities to get some sacks. We got two. We got to finish on the sack plays. Um, we got to wrap up Cam. We got to put him down to the ground. Uh, I think we could have dominated the game a lot more wow. if we actually finished our tackles. I'd like to see a little bit more from Beasley too. I mean, I know he's obviously, you know, he's our he's our guy. Um, led the NFL in sacks, you know, two years ago. What? Two, what? It was two years ago, right? Yeah. yeah, I think it was two years ago. So it's like... We'd love to see a guy like that really starting just to kind of – got to hit your groove. I mean, you're getting older. You're supposed to be getting better at your craft. Um, I'm not saying that he's not good, but, man, I'd love just to see him be dominant again. I think that add a whole new a whole new, uh, yeah, wrinkle just to our defense. I mean, it helped our linebackers out a lot. Um, so Cam Newton seemed to have a good bit of time, especially late um, in the fourth quarter when they tried to make it a ball game where he just had some time to make some throws. Um, and, he, and it was just – I think mainly because our uh, our defensive line wasn't getting to him. And so uh, guys will get open. In the NFL, they prove it. If you give a guy enough time, uh, a quarterback will find an open man. So uh, we do need some help from our defensive line. I'd really love to see Vic Beasley read the, uh, lead the charge. Um, Jarrett did a really good job. 
he got a bunch of tackles in there. He was hyped. Um, two solo tackles, so he was he was getting in there um, and getting and getting his uh, his hands dirty. So we definitely on defense give up a lot of passing yards. Uh, Cam Newton had three hundred thirty five yards um, passing uh, that and three touchdowns. Uh, that is that is a lot. Um, and so we're definitely giving ground in the passing game. A lot of those go to McCaffrey. Um, a third of those, uh, but there's a ton. Uh, of passing happening uh he was hitting all kinds of wide receivers open I mean, you had more you had right open you had McCaffrey bunches. had 14 receptions I mean out of the backfield I mean that just goes to show I mean kudos to the Panthers you know targeting um probably I would say probably the weakest part of our defense um which is our linebackers um not that they're not good but they're just obviously if you can get Christian McCaffrey on uh Devondre Campbell that's a pretty good matchup yeah. um especially out in the flat um, especially uh, in man-to-man coverage. So they, they, they had some good plays that targeted him out there. Um, but kudos, like I said, kudos to our, to our defensive uh, backs. I mean, Cam Newton just seemed to be checking down like crazy. Um, they seemed to lock up guys. Um, Funch just had a good game. I think a lot of that's because of, a, you know, I think a late effort in the end. Yeah. Um, but really, they had a, they had a really good um, – they had a really good game, I think, especially the young group. Yeah, I get bothered by that ending play um, when Cam hits. Uh, I think it's more um, in the middle of the field. Lucky. He takes off um, and breaks uh, three or four tackles, get a quick score, which is the opposite that you need to happen at the end of the game. Uh, when our, we need our defense to close out the game, we allow a quick score, uh, which allows uh, the Panthers to crawl back in and have an opportunity yeah. to actually tie the game up um, and take us into overtime. Championship teams um, and championship defenses yeah. need to close out there, uh, and and in the last uh, three min three and a half minutes uh, they score uh, fourteen points. In, in our division, we can't be doing that. I mean, we're just not going to so, win games. I mean, if I don't know if Ryan Fitzy's the truth or anything. I mean, he <laughs> seven touchdowns uh, in two games is pretty darn good. Uh, leading the NFL in passing yards, QBR, um, and touchdowns. It's a big deal through two weeks. Um, and so, I mean, we're, I think we're already in the strongest division in, uh, in football in the NFC South. Uh, I think talent-wise, we have some of the best talent in our division as well. But, like, I just don't think – we can't be doing that. I don't think Drew Brees – I mean, I think Drew Brees – Well, I think this is – this kind of defensive play towards the end of games is how teams get back in games and we blow leads. Um, and and it's, I think it's something that – it's kind of part of our team a little bit that we kind of have um, old um, ghosts – that kind of creep up into our hearts um, over the last five years of, of watching the Falcons take the big leads and kind of in the fourth quarter let teams crawl right yeah. back in it. I, I want us to, on defense, to stop allowing that to happen, and it really does start with the defense. The offense needs to also close it out too. We need to get another field goal or touchdown uh, towards the end of the game. Um, but I understand. We're playing a game. We're running the clock. We're working the time. We're trying to minimize risk. Uh, I think this team takes a lot of risk. I really love it. It's still a win. Um, but defensively, would love to see us uh, close out better. Um, and, and also, props to Quinn, too. We're deep on defense. We yeah. got guys coming in. We got a lot of injuries. Keanu Neal. We got guys coming in. Keanu, uh, guys who are injured, Deion Jones, coming in and playing really well and good enough to stop a uh, Cam Newton-led offense. Um, and that offense is hard to stop. Uh, but but they don't also – I also think the Carolina Panthers like to shoot themselves in the foot a lot. And so – Next week we'll be playing the Saints, and that team doesn't shoot themselves in the foot a lot yeah. offensively. Michael um, Thomas is hot, hot, hot too. And so. Kamara is hot, and uh, and they play hard and they play quick. Uh, real quickly, KZ takes a cheap shot on Cam Newton. At least mm-hmm. I think it's a cheap shot. Yeah. Thoughts, Connor? From no, you? it's a cheap shot. I mean, if you watch, if you watch that play in slow motion, 
<laughs> he is going to get fined. It looks pretty terrible. He, he is going to get fined. We'll see if he gets suspended. Some people seem to think he can get suspended. I think if he gets suspended, I, I think it's justified. I won't be upset. Um, I, uh, I had friends texting me the moment it happened saying, did you just see that hit? And I said, unfortunately, yes. Um, yeah, but, it's one of those hits where you don't go, what the heck? Like, they're, t- yeah. they're just calling it. It's a bang-bang play. It was one of those, like, you saw and you went, oh, my gosh. I mean, Cam's back is <laughs> he's pretty, much, the ground. He's pretty much laying flat. And uh, he just hits him right in the face. Um, so, I don't know. And this know. is something I want to talk about just real quick. I hate the QB slide. I think it's 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 horrible. I think one you don't protect quarterbacks when they slide. Um, if a KZ or if a if a guy, um, I who knows what kind of person is out there, um, who's just playing hard. I mean, football is a violent game. You're you're getting into this mode of war, and you want your QV to be running and to take a slide, open up his body to shots like that, and and you're saying he's giving himself up. Don't hit him. But I almost feel like you just gotta let the quarterback play football. Um, and take the hits or just be like, hey, man, you got to just roll on the ground, hit the ground, stop, fall to the ground, give yourself up. Because this whole, like, you know, sliding thing, I feel like they expose their body so much, and especially their head. We saw it with Teddy Bridgewater, um, Joiner, and uh, hit him in the head, knock him out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Cam got a concussion on that um, play as well. I mean, that's one of those he things where— the rest of the game, but— He looked a little confused, though. Um, and, and for sure, it might but, just be Cam Newton. <laughs> so I just think guys should just kind of, uh, we should get rid of the slide, let people run out of bounds, roll to the ground. I think honestly, diving forward to the dirt is almost more protective than sliding with your face exposed, body exposed, um, and everything as well. But I don't know. And also you guys slide way earlier. Cam didn't. I mean, it, it was close. I mean, definitely, it no, definitely, Casey, Casey definitely messed was, up, but I mean, man. No, Cam had already started sliding. The rule is at the beginning of your slide is where the ball spot, right. spotted. So he's been sliding already <laughs> and then one KZ or two yards, in. and KZ comes in and hits him. So no, I don't, and I don't mind the intensity. I don't mind the desire and the willpower on defense to want to want to punish uh, players and and make tackles and make big hits. But we can't, we can't do that. Uh, that's that's against the rules. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we're on board um, with the rest of the world. Uh, the KZ hit was cheap. Uh, so with something uh, we're going to transition into, we just kind of broke down the game a little bit. Um, we we want to talk about the culture, uh, the culture of the Atlanta Falcons. I love it. I love what I'm seeing. I love what Dan Quinn has done. Um, I love that we, we've gotten and seem to have shaken off some of the Mike Smith, Dirk Cutter um, culture um, that has lingered. And, 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 and I love seeing what Dan is accomplishing. Um, I mean, in just think four. about think about the culture of listening. If you listen to any post game, like listen to week one post game. Um, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win, and then listen to the week one post game where the Falcons lose, and who interviews better? The answer is Dan Quinn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people. I mean, Dirk Cutter just looked insecure, and Dirk Cutter has problems. <laughs> he has problems. He looks insecure about things. I mean, his offense looks. I mean, I don't. I, I can't tell if they're the truth or not. Um. They look amazing. They look really, really good. Deshaun Jackson resurgence. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen that Deshaun Jackson since the Eagles. Um, and if he plays that way, he may uh, torch <laughs> torch our defense. So um, I think I'm thinking about who do we put Desmond Trufant on, and I'm like, I think you got to put him on Mike Evans. But um, anyways, the point is the culture. I think is just. I mean, just compared to that culture, I think our culture is just so much better. I mean, even just. Uh, Quinn believes in the guys. He's defending the guys. The guys are defending each other. Uh, go back to Mohamed Sanu. Uh, 
uh, only getting two targets in a game, but still blocking um, like and working hard on every single play. It's a big deal. Um, so everybody's doing a really good job. Um, everybody seems to be working hard. Sarkeesian's working really hard to get guys involved. Um, no one's critical really of each other. Um, it just seems to be really good. They just really seem to be a brotherhood um, as, they, as they like to publicize themselves. Um, and so I think I've, I've bought in. I've bought into the brotherhood. So well, I've I've been as I've been watching, and I see you know like an Edo Smith step up. I see a Duke Riley, a Campbell um, stepping up to the plate. I see guys coming in. Um, it's the next guy up mentality uh, to be able to come in. We've recruited um, and we've developed and we've um, drafted and brought in guys through free agency and through the draft uh, that can play and that can play ball, and we've developed them to a place. Um, where the culture, the style of play, and the scheme is ingrained from them from start to finish, and they, by nature, being on the field, can't do anything else but embody that uh, of which Deion Jones has or of which Keanu Neal have, um, these guys that are missing um, from the team. But it's like where, you know, really, honestly, if Deion Jones plays, I think we hold them to one less touchdown, potentially. So it's still, you know, but it's still amazing to see us plug in, yeah. guys. Um, and I think... Uh, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, it's New England Patriot-like. Uh, we have guys oh, that are coming in um, that is just plug and play. Um, and, and they can play. And, and we're hitting all kinds of guys. Um, and I'm, I'm excited uh, with our culture. And I we're think. getting the right guys, I think. Yeah. You know, it's not not just, just, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're not just getting talent. You know, Des Bryant is talented. Um, you know, Deion Sanders said he should think about Julio Jones we have one of the best wide receivers in the league and what's his mentality he's selfless on the field I mean the culture in Atlanta right now is we are loaded Um, we are loaded with talent and these guys understand what it takes to win and think about the way Julio handed even his not even a I wouldn't call it a dispute even this year people tried to make it into a dispute but we all knew and nobody no one even I don't even no one even really talked about it sort of thing like Julio is like every, all these wide receivers and guys are getting the big contracts, uh, and Julio's kind of like, well, uh, I know I have a few years left. I have three years left in my contract, but um, I think I deserve to be up there. And the front office, and and everybody was like, yeah, you do. And so that's that's the sign of a good organization, you know, uh, especially where one of your star, your franchise player, I would say, he is he's our guy, um, he's our Madden most high rated overall rating guy. Um, when you see him having the freedom to step into the office, know he's going to be heard, um, and then for the office to listen um, and give him, you know, a few few million dollars in return, I think that's a big deal. I mean, that just goes a long way. Uh, that's a franchise people want to play for their entire career. Sort right. of franchise, you know, that's not a franchise where you're looking to serve yourself. Um, that's a franchise, almost similar culture, I would say, to the Golden State Warriors. You know, those are guys who want to play together. Um, they're willing to sacrifice a little bit more money. Um, to be to be a part of of something greater, um, even though I hate Golden State, but yeah, well we and, and that's what some it's really special. The culture is special. Uh, it's unique uh, to the in the NFL. I don't think a lot of teams have it. Um, it's Seattle Seahawk like um, to um, Dan Quinn's from that fabric. I was just thinking, you got the Seahawks, you got the Patriots, not Pete Carroll esque, not Pete Carroll, yeah, Legion of Boom esque. Yeah, you have a good brotherhood a good community and i think it's it's really special um and something to enjoy when you're watching um something to soak in uh because not every team has that and we haven't had it um for a long time um our franchise is is known for not having much of a culture um but dan quinn is setting a culture even uh even with levitri's injury season-ending injury with his tricep 
which really stinks. I mean, our offensive line is so good, so it'd be so fun to have them so healthy. Um, but even his injury, you know, when when asked about it, Coach Quinn said, um, "We're still." He's like, "It obviously really sucks," and he had an injury last season, uh, a similar injury that kept him out. Um, but he did say in the end, he's like, "But we're super excited um, to still have his leadership on the team." You know, so it's a big deal to to have a team where uh, even players who are injured and on injury reserve for the rest of the season uh, still carry value uh, to the team. Okay, so here are some rapid fire questions. Uh, will the offense keep producing? Or is this just a flash in the pan? Are we just seeing a one-week thing? You know, last week we played the Eagles. We looked like crap. Um, our question is, why do we suck? Uh, yeah. This week we play the Carolina Panthers, another great defense front seven, front eight, and, and we do very well. Uh, yeah. Is this a flash in the pan? Are we more like the team that played the Eagles, or are we more like the team that played the Panthers? Um... Oh man, I haven't thought about that too much. I think, I think, this is the pivotal week, sort of thing. I'm not really sure. In two weeks, it's hard to make a, a judgment call, which is why we're all tentative about, uh, you know, uh, the Buccaneers. We're like, is this for real, sort of thing? Um, even in fantasy football, most uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is still barely owned, even though he is the number one quarterback in fantasy football. So just it just shows people really aren't a hundred percent believing in it. Uh, two weeks. Um, doesn't seem like enough, but I think if we'll see this week versus the Saints, um, I do think the Saints had a bad game versus the Buccaneers, their defense. Their defense is still really good, um, whether people like to say it or not. They got some talent on that end. I don't know. Last season, the first three games, they were like the worst defense in the league, um, and they finished off uh, in the top 10 by the end of the season, so they're a good defense. Um, what I'm most interested in, I still think, I still think our offense is going to be firing all centers. What I'm interested to see is how uh, Sean Payton uses Alvin Kamara to exploit our linebackers. So we really need uh, we need Coach Quinn uh, to dial some things on defense to help our linebackers out. Maybe bring in a nickelback. Uh, maybe have Vic Beasley. Uh, I saw him a few times step back in coverage, play a little bit more linebacker, maybe some zone stuff um, to keep them honest with Kamara. Um, so I do, I, I obviously I'm optimistic. I'm an optimist. So I hope this is uh, consistent with the rest of the season will look like. But I think week three is really – I think after week three, this in our next podcast, I think uh, we'll really see – we'll really see what happens. Because if you can get a rhythm of this going, that's when you can prove a team. Uh, it's easy for an NFL team to have a good week. Uh, but to have them back-to-back uh, is what championship teams do. Yeah, I'm interested to see um, the, the consistency from Austin Hooper. If he can make catches, um, if we can make catches um, at the tight end position, I think we have a great red zone option and he adds a huge um, threat in the red zone. I think Calvin Ridley, um, if we keep him going and hit him on targets, he gets open um, in the red zone. It's all about, for me, for the red zone. Can we put – I think we're going to get to the red zone. We like to get there. We don't like to finish. We finished this week, and I think we finished mostly not just because of Matt, but I think really because Austin Hooper showed up, because Calvin Ridley showed up. And I think we saw in Edo Smith an ability to pull off some Taylor Gabriel-esque moves – um, I think we can see him in the red zone um, wreaking some havoc. And if Matt Ryan is willing to scramble um, to add another wrinkle um, for teams to have to deal with in the red zone, yeah. I think uh, we should see um, consistent scoring. Um, maybe not as great that we saw this week, um, but pretty great um, in the future. Um, so I do think yeah. um, what we needed to see this week is what we got. Yeah. Um, and, and we talked about that um, last week, that what we saw against the Eagles was us kind of seeing and trying to exercise our old demons we exercise them. The demons have been put to sleep right now. 
They can come back, and they come back furiously, um, especially when you're in a situation and the red zone play doesn't go right or things don't go right. Yeah. Immediately, every guy on the team is flashing back to moments like that. Um, and so that's why we got to keep being consistent in there, um, playing consistently. And if we can play, I think if we can really play, I don't think our team has played four quarters completely. We talked about that with the defense not finishing the game. But I think that's a big thing. I hope, you know, we push this week is let's finish. Let's play full four quarters, you know, sort of thing. And um, I think the Panthers, I mean, at some point, what? Was it It was 17 to 31 or something like that? It, I mean, we were, it, yeah, I was. I think it was 17 to 31 at one point. It's like, that's not a game, really. That shouldn't be a game in the fourth quarter. Um, but then they score quick um, with DJ get- Moore. And then on that 51-yard play, and then they get the ball back again. Well, um, and then our offense gets stopped on third and one. And yeah, and it's like it's out. like we just got to – We got to close that out. Exactly. You got to play full four quarters. Um, hashtag Super Bowl. But we'll take the win. We'll, <laughs> we'll take, take the it. win. So All I right. Think next week, hopefully, we'll see. We'll see. I think that's where we're going to find out who we are. Can we win the South? Yes. I think we're capable of winning the South. I mean, if you can shut down someone as – a team as athletic uh, – as the Panthers, if you can exploit their defense like we did. I mean, that defense is good. So, I don't know. I hope te- teams will be looking at our film and being like, how did they do this to the Panthers? Uh, the Panthers are a good defense. Um, it just looked like we had a game plan and we executed it pretty flawlessly, truthfully, um, other than a few things. Um, I think we can win the South. I really, I really I think we do have the option, the ability to win the South. Um, this might be surprising, but I do think um, the Panthers are going to struggle – there's some problems there. Cam throws inaccurate at times and then sometimes very accurately, but also at the same time, his body language when guys miss catches is just horrible. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't know if they can keep it consistent enough to be competitive. Uh, I think they can win games. I think they'll be hard to play. I think when we go to their house, we could definitely lose that game. Um, but this team, this Panthers team um, – yeah. It's kind of showing that they don't have uh, the and, guys that it takes. And we're uh, lucky to have some early divisional games at home. Right. So we got a three-game home. This is the first game of a three-game home streak. Right. So I'm excited we have the Saints coming home. We love playing at home. Coach Quinn talked about in the post-game interview. He says it's electric. He's like, everyone, a coach wants to coach there. Players want to play there. Um, so being at home uh, feels like being at home. So. so the question is, are the Bucks for real? I think that's the team right now that we're we're definitely neck and neck with and need to compare ourselves to. I think the Bucks have played better than us. I think when we go play the Bucks and, and when they play us, I, I wonder and I'm curious to see how we perform against a team that seems to be hitting on all cylinders. They do defensively struggle. We know this. Mike Smith defenses are bend but don't break models. So that's perfect for a team like us who likes to play offense with high-risk opportunities. Yeah. They're bend, don't break, and we're like, we're going to make you break. So I love kind of how we match up offense and defense, but defense and offense, I mean, they, they might, they have, they're talented just like we are offensively. You got Mike Evans, I also Sean think- Jackson, O.J. Howard, a freak of nature. Where they are the weakest at is, is in the running game. Uh, but their O-line is freaking good. <laughs> they have a great offensive line, and so their running game has been weak. We... Do pretty good against the running game. Uh, we do pretty good. Uh, that our weakness this is right where, now has been looking. Yeah, like the this, is where, this is where. This um, is where we need Deion Jones back, a linebacker who can step out and guard a guy like OJ Howard physically, um, a man who can uh, put pressure up on a guy like Mike Evans, get handsy with him. Um, if for some reason he runs motion, or if Deshaun Jackson comes in. Um, so I mean, I yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, we can just hopefully we're our our Quinn's defensive minded. Hopefully we can dial up some things, be smart, 
Um, you know, like I said, maybe, I mean, it's just, yeah, I think, I think we, I think we can do it. Um, I think we have winners on our team. Matt Ryan looks ferocious. Um, yeah. he looks hungry. Um, I think we have better coaches too. I think Cutter, um, and that dynamic, um, is bad. The OC for the Bucks is calling incredible plays. I wish Cutter was still calling the plays, um, which Cutter's model is, uh, don't bend, don't break on offense. Uh, just make the basic simple plays. And it's boring, and it's dead, and it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I hate I hate the way he calls plays. Um, and, and they got this OC who's calling plays like a grown man up there, and it's scary. I think we could be in some interesting games with the Bucks. I think they might be the team that we compete with um, in the division. Yeah. Uh, the Saints, too, have I the potential. Think, I think the Saints are going to get it together. So I, I truthfully think— I think the Saints' we... defense is bad. I know you, you just said they're good. I think they're bad— uh, I think they're bad because I think they just have they just have issues. This is exactly. Um, I what, think they have demons from the Vikings Saints game. Uh, no, I think this is what happened. This is exactly what happened last season. Actually, this past week beating the Cleveland Browns means it's going to be better than what happened last season. Um, so I think they're lucky. Uh, Josh Gordon wasn't playing because that man's a freak. He's an athlete. He loves to uh, score touchdowns and he loves to uh, to burn people deep. But I do think. I mean, like I said, the Saints last season. Uh, had a really rough, rough uh, first three weeks, but they got it back together. They finished as a top ten defense, um, and they they really, I mean, the miracle, what was it, the Minnesota miracle? I mean, that was a miracle. Obviously, I mean, they had that game pretty much in the back. Yeah. If it wasn't for a miracle, so I think they were in place uh, to make it to the NFC Championship game. They're still a championship contending team. When Alvin Kamara is in the backfield, uh, I mean, that man is. I mean, he just. He is, I mean, he's dominant. He's a freak. He's the, uh, he is at a different level. Um, they're doing, Sean Payne's doing a great job uh, of getting him involved in the passing game, even though the running game hasn't been phenomenal. Um, and so they're just adding, I think, I mean, they're just, they're just doing a really, really, really good job. Michael Thomas is at a different level. So I just don't think, I mean, Drew Brees is having a comeback season, people are saying. Uh, and so he's, yeah. anyways, I we think know Drew Brees is a freak. We know Kamara's a freak. The guy that you can't let us beat, I think, on defense is we got to shut down Kamara. We can't let him beat us. I think you let Michael Thomas, you got to, you got to, if Michael Thomas and Drew Brees want to beat us, they got to be the guys to beat yeah, us. You got you uh, to dare him to throw it deep. And we got to dare him to throw it deep, make plays, contest for that ball. Um, Michael Thomas is a freak. But if we have Kamara making plays um, in the backfield, catching the ball out, um, and breaking big runs, I think we're in for a very long day. Yeah. And then it's going to be interesting to su- see if we can yeah. close out in the red zone. If we do I not close out in the red zone in this game, we'll lose we, will lose, we will lose this game against the Saints. Yeah. If we're kicking field goals in the red zone, we will lose this game against yeah. the Saints. We have to score points more than we kick field goals. Uh, we got to get touchdowns yeah. more than we kick field goals uh, in the red zone. Yeah, um, like, like I said, I don't, think, I don't think we have to worry. Truthfully, I think once we get more film on the Bucks, and once we, we start crossing that hurdle as a team, I mean, I just think, I, I think they're going to get figured out a little bit. I may be wrong. I may be eating my words here in three or four weeks. Um, but I really do think they're going to get figured out. Or Deshaun Jackson's going to get injured. <laughs> so um, I think you can count on, on, on any of those things. So Yeah, so next week I'm saying we're going to be in a game uh, with the Saints. I think the game ends uh, probably 31-28. Or thirty one, or thirty one twenty four, something like that. Once again, uh, we need to put thirty one points on the board, um, thirty plus points on the board to try to hold back this offense. Uh, yeah. 
offensive scheme uh, that the uh, that Drew puts on this show. That's my th- that's my thoughts on that. Uh, any thoughts? I think I think we pull out this game with a uh, twenty seven to twenty one victory. Okay, that's my prediction. All right, all right. Well, week two is down. We're heading into week three. We're excited. Uh, it's great to get a win. It's so good to get a win. Uh, this uh, puts us at one and one instead of zero and two. Zero and two is a very lonely place. It's great to be at one and one. We still don't have a lot of answers. We don't know if this is a flash in the pan um, offense of showing. Um, we don't know if old habits um, with Matt are going to re arise. Um, but we got what we needed from him. He played excellent. Uh, he deserves the praise uh, and he deserves the Four credit. Touchdowns, baby. Uh, and and so does Sark and so does this team. So. Congrats to the Falcons. We love getting the win. Uh, We will see next week. Thank you, guys. This is Mikey Puckett. Connor Puckett. We love y'all.